Hello everyone, today is May 5th, 2016. I'm your podcast host, Client Manager John Niggle of InTouch Manufacturing Services. InTouch is an American-owned company headquartered in Shenzhen, China that specializes in everything from quality control product inspections to factory audits, social compliance, and sourcing. The topic of this episode is top five integrity issues that can affect QC auditor integrity. And joining me to talk about that is fellow client manager Chao Wang. So welcome, Chao. Thank you, John. And I guess we should start out by talking about a little bit about integrity and why is that important for inspection and audits in China, but also, I guess, in any factory in any country. Why is that important? I mean, for any type of business, integrity issue is always a really big topic. If you're buying stuff from China and then you're dealing with a third party that has integrity issues, you are likely to find the products you receive will have a lot of different type of defects. What your inspection company, my actual inspection report, may not reflect the actual quality of the products. Okay, so basically, if there's maybe a a lapse in integrity for an auditor or an inspector. The report that they send to the client, the importer, may not be 100% accurate, and they could be surprised when they receive goods that don't really match up to what they found in the report. Is that right? That's right. We hear a lot of scary stories regarding this. Okay, let's jump into the first integrity issue here, and that is auditor bribery. And I think this is one that, when people think of corruption in manufacturing, they probably think of bribery right away. But bribery isn't always. It's not as common, I think, as a lot of importers suspect it would be. Is that right? Bribery actually happens a lot in China. I mean, throughout the Chinese history, there's always the bribery issue, from like the governments to to businesses. So, in many occasions, when you are dealing with factories, you should always assume that bribery will be going on. Factory will try to give money. To make everything go smoother, but I think in terms of just outright, like handing cash to an auditor, at least in my experience, that doesn't seem to happen as much as it used to now, and at least we don't hear about it as often as we used to. Do you feel like you've seen the same thing, or you think that it continues to be like sort of a constant problem? It used to be more open, but right now the factories and the people who are receiving the money are getting smarter. So they're not going to be open about it, but it definitely still goes on. Okay, so it would take the form of like a Hong Bao, right? Like a red envelope with cash in it, or how does that usually work? From what you can tell, right? It's usually in the form of Hong Bao, a little red envelope with a lot of money packed inside. It really depends on the situation. If there's any particular issue. The factory feel like a little bit of money will resolve it. Then yeah, they would try to secretly give a home bow to the inspector and try to change the results or whatever remarks that's going against them. So what are some things that maybe the importer can do or the inspection company can do to prevent bribery? I think one of the examples you used was rotating auditors. What do you mean by that? Well, the first thing. When a factory dares to give out money, is they have to be very familiar with the inspector. So if an inspection company rotates the inspector and they're not making sure they're not getting too familiar with the factories, then when 
the factory tried to give out home bot, they will have a second thoughts. Okay, so basically, a big part of that is by switching up the people, maybe they won't get too comfortable or too familiar with staff and management at the factory, and they'll be not only less tempted to accept a bribe, but the factory is probably less likely to offer one. Is that right? That's right. Okay, the second point here that you mentioned for integrity issues is factory provided transportation. So, what do you mean by that, and how can that sort of influence auditor behavior during a service? So, the factory will offer transportation to the inspectors. So, to do these type of favors, inspector will always remember this. So, later on, when factories ask for a small favor in return, for example, changing a remark. The inspector might not be as likely to reject this request. So basically, if a factory is offering the inspector transportation, they might be offering to pick up the auditor from the train station or what have you, rather than having them take a bus or take a taxi. And the problem is when it comes down to the reporting, if that favor has been done and the inspectors accepted that, they're Suddenly, like less impartial, and it's easier for the factory to say, "Oh, can you be a little bit more lax on the reporting and be a little bit more favorable on the quality of the product?" And and there's that added pressure. Is that right? That's right. And with the current transportation system in China right now, it's really not necessary for the factory to offer rides to the inspectors, unless, of course, if the factory is located at remote areas. Okay, so what's the remedy here, or the preventative action that the inspection company should probably take, or the porter should make sure the inspector is taking a certain precaution to prevent that kind of situation? It just basically, whenever factory offers right, always pay them, and if it's long distance, try not take any rides that's a long distance because again, the transportation system in China is very well developed, so there's always a bus station close by. And if the factory is located at a really remote area, and the inspector have to work overtime, and then maybe miss the last bus or something, then they can always try to stay at a local hotel instead of、uh, taking the ride from the factory going from like Providence to Providence. Okay, your next point here is about outside festivities, and I think here you're talking about. The inspector, or the auditor, joining factory staff to go out for dinner, or get treated to lunch, or go to KTV for karaoke, or something like that. I think it's probably similar to the last point here about transportation. So, why is that an issue to socialize with factory staff that way? Again, this is just about getting familiar with the factory and then taking favors. So later on, the factory, when the factory asks for the favor back, then the inspector might not be able to reject the idea. So what happened here is lunch is usually the main issue because it's after inspection usually the inspector goes home. So dinner and KTV doesn't happen that often anymore. So it's mainly lunch. What a good inspection company should do is always try to have their inspector go outside the factory to have lunch instead of having it with the factory. Or they are in a re- remote area, and then the factory has their own cafeteria. Then the inspector can have lunch at the cafeteria, but they always have to pay a certain amount of money to for this lunch. Okay, so they just have to compensate the factory if the factory offers lunch, just to make sure, as you said, that they're not 
accepting any small favors that could lead to sort of compromised judgment. Is that right? Right. These little favors can lead to disasters. Okay. So for the fourth point here, we're talking about sharing confidential information. And how can that be an integrity issue? What do you mean by confidential information and making sure that doesn't become a problem that affects an inspector's judgment? For example, if you send a lot of information to an inspector, maybe some of these information are confidential, for example, pricing, etc. Then if the inspector shares these type of things with the factory, that kind of affects your bargaining power with the supplier. Of course, this doesn't always happen, but this is something everyone should look out for. It may not be pricing, it may be confidential product specs or anything similar to that. Just make sure the inspector is there to do one job only. They're at the factory to do an inspection, that's all. Okay, yeah, you mentioned too that as an importer, it might be wise to have the inspection company sign like a non-disclosure agreement and that the supplier, if they have questions about product specs or requirements or anything like that, they should ask the importer directly rather than trying to get that kind of information from the inspector. Is that right? That's right. Again, the inspector are there to do inspections only. They shouldn't disclose any type of other information. They should always have the manufacturer to contact the clients directly. Okay. The last point here for integrity issues is conflicts of interest. And I think here you're talking about auditors working with suppliers outside the scope of an audit or an inspection, like you said. So what can you tell us about that? Well, again, Better's there to inspect products only, but since a lot of inspectors will have contact or experience with different clients who may manufacture the same type of products, so sometimes inspectors may try to get those business themselves and try to source the products and get another client to the supplier. And then when this happens, the supplier, he will basically become a vendor. So there's a conflict of interest when you buy product from the factory. The factory may offer this inspector a percentage or a kickback because he's introducing another client to them. Again, this doesn't happen often, but a lot of inspectors do have a lot of resources so it is possible. On that same line, aside from individual auditors, you talked about third-party inspection companies. A lot of third-party inspection companies, they'll do sourcing work as well as doing product inspections and maybe audits as well, like in touch. And it's important that you have different people sort of segmented, that people doing sourcing work are not really working as factory auditors per se, and, and also that they're not recommending certain factories that they've worked with on the inspection side to prospective buyers or importers, right? Because that would be a conflict of interest as well. That's right. It's sort of a misconception among importers. I know from my experience, we've had a lot of clients, importers ask us, you know, can you sort of hook me up? Can you find a supplier that you've worked with that you guys inspect at or you've audited that you can say, okay, they already meet ISO 9001 standards. They can make this exact product that I want made and the quality is consistent and good. Can you just go through your database of suppliers and suggest one to me and save me a lot of time? But in fact, because of it being a conflict of interest, we keep that very separate and we would do the sourcing the same way from scratch as if we hadn't worked with suppliers, I guess is the way to put it. And that helps prevent some integrity issues as well. Would you agree with that? 
Yeah, that's right. I mean, if I'm the client and then I'm disclosing, for example, my supplier information to you, I would at least hope you will ask for my permission before you release any type of this information I give you to someone else. So yeah, if you're giving my supplier information to another client, then yeah, I wouldn't be happy about that. Right. So it's important to keep those things separate. So what is, I guess, the overall message here? I know this is We're talking here about integrity issues that can affect QC auditors, integrity, and it seems like the responsibility is largely on the QC inspector or the inspection company to sort of safeguard against those kinds of issues. But what can the importer do being however many miles away, 3,000 miles away? What can they do to prevent integrity issues with their inspections? Is there anything that they can do? Well, there's not much they can do other than uh, when they're looking for the inspection company. Always try to ask the inspection company exactly how they deal with integrity issues. For example, if the answers they may want to look out for are like switching the inspectors around, doing random audits, doing inspections, these type of things. There's integrity issues. I mean, it's very well known, but... Each company deals with it differently, and some companies don't deal with it at all. And these are the signs you have to, these type of things, an importer should really ask before they decide to work with an inspection company. So really, they should be doing some homework about the service provider, the inspection company, before they start working with them, asking them questions like, what's your policy about bribery? How do you deal with that? How do you prevent it? How do you report it if it happens? What's your policy about transportation and accepting you know, favors or social invitations from factory staff, and some of these other methods to protect confidential information, prevent conflicts of interest. It's something that the importer should be doing from the beginning, right? That's right. Yeah, it never hurts to do your homework. Okay, great. I want to thank my guest, Chao Wang, for joining me to talk about integrity issues that can affect QC auditors. So thank you, Chao. Thank you, John. And I wanted to thank our listeners out there for tuning in to today's episode and remind you guys to check us out on our social media channels, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. We've got some daily updates there, news, tips, and advice for the industry. You can also check out our YouTube channel for some on-site inspection videos and some interviews with industry experts. And lastly, if you'd like to get in contact with us directly, you can drop us a line at our company website that is www.intouchquality.com. Thank you.